This is a podcast from Rover. The best podcast you'll hear today starts in three, two, one. Sharon and Jaden on the edge. So we've been talking for the last wee bit about clothing disasters. When you've been stuck inside some clothing, and this is uh, because I got stuck inside my friend's dress, which Mm. said that it was the size that I was, but when I put it on, I think it was actually three sizes smaller than what I was. And it seems to be like a common thing, especially with uh, clothing that is made for females, that clothing can be one size in one place and it's completely different in the other. And sometimes even in the same store, the same item of clothing can be just ridiculously different. That's just so weird. So what we want to do this afternoon is talk to somebody that is an expert in this field and somebody, a a brand that I strongly believe represent this better than anybody else. Uh, Ruby are a New Zealand clothing brand. They also have Liam as well. And they have inclusive sizing. And they, if if they don't have it in your size, they will custom make it to your size. Wow, legends. And it's really amazing. And it's not just performative, which some Mm. brands do do. So please welcome to the show this afternoon the general manager of Ruby. She's also the designer of Liam, Emily Miller-Sharma. Kia ora. Thank you so much for joining us. And seriously, uh, you have a huge fandom here at the edge of, oh, yeah. of women that love wearing your clothing purely because it is one of the most inclusive clothing brands that anyone has come across. How did, uh, how did Ruby, smile on my dial. How did Ruby <laughs> kind of get to this place? Because and, and why do other places have such a weird variance in sizes? Yeah, so the, the question around why um, might you be a size 8 in one store and a size 12 in another, it's, so there's no, there's no overarching um, lord that looks down on the clothing industry and says that a certain measurement must equal a certain size. All of the sizing is basically just set by each individual brand. And traditionally, in the, in the ye old days, the sizing was really a lot about who the brand's target market was. So if you think about um, someone who is a 25-year-old mm-hmm. compared to someone who is 65 years old, um, they might be the same measurements, but the geometry of their body is slightly different. The shaping uh, is different. And it's the same as if you were making something for um, like a bodybuilder <laughs> compared to a ballerina. So if you start thinking about the end use of the garment, um, the the sizing of someone who does bodybuilding compared to ballet is quite different. So originally it was around who the target market was, um, but it's obviously it's important to acknowledge that um, there is culturally there is a lot of anxiety and pressure around sizing for women and also for men, mm. um, and let's be clear, I'm aware of the clothing industry's role in um, perpetuating that anxiety. But what has sometimes happened is the, that um, kind of anxiety or the feeling of self-consciousness around bodies has translated into, like, uh, it's a term called vanity sizing, and it's where um, um, a brand might... Um, call something a size 8 where most other brands would call a similar measurement a size 12. So that's sometimes, it's sort of a mixture of both. It's a little bit the target market and how a company has always traditionally done things. And then it's always, it's also a bit of a nod to that, um, to that societal pressure, which is something that so stoked to be talking with you about this today, because the more we talk about it, 
um, the more we can feel comfortable talking about the realities of bodies, the realities of how we all are different shapes, and that's just the reality, and that's cool. Mm. Wow, 100%. Can I just say, before I ask you a question, you're so well-spoken and everything you just said <laughs> was incredible and uh, it's very, very informative. <laughs> but uh, you said at the start, you said there is no overarching lord uh, you know, that, that, that looks down <laughs> upon the clothing industry. Because I, I was wondering, is, but is there a way that we can kind of solve that issue? Is there a way you can, you can gather around, do a big old tribunal or something, get all the clothing industry, all the different brands, come under one roof and make a treaty or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, we can, and we all wear long robes, and it will be an, an excellent occasion. Yeah, I mean, like, yes, and maybe. Mm. So it's an important thing, particularly with online shopping, um, customers not having a chance to try something on before they buy it. So exactly. it is important to have standardization. However, also, um, it's important for a company to have the flexibility to um, make the proportional changes that they want to a garment. Sorry, it's getting a little bit technical. But <laughs> what I'm talking about is um, uh, if you think about a bicep compared to a wrist, mm-hmm. so a bicep grows proportionally much, much more or um, gets much, much smaller than a wrist does as you go up and down the size curve. And so taking the flexibility around sizing um, away from a company could um, take away from what the essence of their company is about. Um, you know, maybe it's a maybe it's a large bicep company. I don't know. <laughs> You've got to be a bit careful. Right, but okay. I do. I, I do totally understand if there if um, if there is enough demand for it from consumers. Then you know, I'm in business. This uh, this is not like a thing which I just you know I love making clothes. But the point of business is that you sell clothes mm. to a happy customer base, right? So mm. if if there's a way that we can figure out how to sell more clothes because it's easier for customers, then absolutely that's a great idea. Um, it's just about being um, responsive to the customers. So one of one of the things that we um, have done is as we have added sizes to our size band is you know, uh, we we have um, a size range that we stock in store, and then if you fall outside that size range, then we custom make for you. It's just that standard retail price. Brilliant. And the best thing about that is that it's market research, right? So it means that we're like, oh, okay, this type of style, um, uh, we only go down to a size four in store, but we actually have a lot of requests for a size two in it. So is that something that we need to consider um, uh, for our like our standard lines that we put into store? Or And it's the same with, you know, we've been having a lot of requests for this type of pant in the size 20, like, right, are we making sure that we're really um, uh, um, like meeting the size twenty customers' needs, and um, and so how can we how can we basically better serve them? So um, I, I work a lot with um, women who are outside of our size curve to just basically be like, okay, right, so is that wrist to bicep ratio working for you? So any of your listeners out there, if you fall outside of our size curve, I would just 
and you're keen to, you don't mind getting down to your knickers and you don't mind getting a little, maybe a little puncture with a pin um, <laughs> um, to come and try some things on, I'd love to chat about it because it's like, this is the thing. Um, making standardized sizing work for everyone is really complicated. So right. the wow. more people I talk to, the better. And, mm. and that's not something that you just say, like you genuinely mean. Like I've got a friend that um, that someone from Ruby did reach out to and went and did this and had an open discussion about it. And she uh, wears, I hate I hate the term plus size, but she was wearing it like a plus size size that wasn't normally carried in, you know, your standard clothing store. And it made her feel amazing. And it was awesome for people to feel more included because I personally, especially after trying to get pregnant, my body, I just, I put on so much weight because of um, like hormones and things like that are going up and down. It got to the point where, and even still now, I hate cl- trying clothes on in store. Right. And Ruby is probably one of the only places that I'll go in store and try something on because the sizing is so inclusive and reliable and I feel like I'm in a safe place when I cl- try clothes on there. Mm. But otherwise, I would buy online. But for you guys, what do you, can you tell when there is a brand and there are some known brands that they will do marketing where it looks like they're doing plus size stuff, but that stuff's never actually in stock and it's all performative? Is there a way to spot the real from the fake? That's a good question. I think that the best way is to just get to know the companies that um, you're buying from. So the, the thing is, is that all companies, they're just run by people, whether they're um, super, super huge or, or they're just a tiny one, like one person band. Um, it's the people that run like behind it, that run it. And so if you can connect with those people as much as you can, whether it's going into store, um, emailing them, like chatting to, to them on the phone, like whatever it is, you'll get a sense, you know, like I, I, I think sometimes the, the clothing industry is awesome because we know how to make things look good, right? Like mm. that's our job. <laughs> yeah. It's basically job description. Make it look good and then everything else is kind of underneath that. But what that does mean is that it can build this barrier behind uh, between us and people who are not in the industry who look at the beautiful things that we make and the beautiful photographs that we shoot and it makes them feel like they – uh, we're not just people and there, there's kind of a um, there can be a disconnect between um, the people working in clothing and the customers and right. really what I want to say is that we're just people and if we're smart <laughs> and people in business then we will listen to literally anything that yeah. anyone has to say and you know sometimes you can take feedback on and sometimes you can't for whatever reason but you always you should always at least consider feedback, particularly if it's consistent. If it's a consistent message coming from many different people, but I'm so happy to hear that about you and your friends. Like this is the thing: like <laughs> going and buying clothes. It's 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 something you're spending money on. You know, like it should be yeah. an enjoyable experience. And oh, like, yeah. however. However, we can make that be so, I think, is really oh, important. So I'm, it, I'm really stoked to hear that. It was really cool because all of us in the conversation were all completely different body types as well. And pretty much all of us was wearing something from Ruby or owned something. And because yeah, I know exactly what it's like. And I honestly, I the panic attack in the changing room where you're full sweaty, you can't, you feel like you can't get anything <laughs> on because your body is, it's the worst. But mm. I do honestly, <laughs> I you deserve mad props for everything that you guys are doing and especially your swimwear line. 
line. Ooh. Praise the Lord for a bikini yeah, that good, eh? covers my butt and also yeah. looks good on me when I have had a baby. It has honestly been I've I've spent so much money on trying to find togs since having a baby, mm. and I yeah. cannot bow down to you more for your your swimwear this year. I have a one year old, so I, I fully understand what you're talking about. Read the stomach. Oh totally yeah. Get it. Oh, beautiful! You're an absolute legend, and it's been bloody good to have you beautiful. on. What I've learned from it is yeah. is that you uh, universalizing size is as easy as said than done, uh, because everybody is different, and that's what makes the world beautiful. And if you want to shop for something uh, that has you know diverse sizes, then go to somewhere that's going to listen to you and understand you, like a place like Ruby. So thank you so much for joining us on the show, Emily. You're a bloody legend. Whee!